Hello, everyone. Welcome to the MCU crew. We've got Jesse dancing. Yo, <laughs> my God! Look at these. Look at these. Like, can I just tell you? It's not every Monday you get to wake up and look at two beautiful ass people, stare at them directly on your screen, and just be like, "Damn." Yeah, I'm, I'm referring to Jasmine and Clark Kent. Yeah. Behind you, JP. Yeah, like, no, right I behind started, you. Right, I right behind you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking around. I was going to say, right. points for, I'm like, I'm me not being half asleep today. Yeah. You know what? I'm killing like, it. Awake. You know, it was, it was the fact that I woke up and the first thing I saw was a notification of a tweet from JP that was like, for love and thunder i was like oh my god oh, that was reggie i, I was resisted, that was reggie i i resisted every urge to watch it which was hard like i was like ooh. see here's the here's the situation uh, i have to watch it because when we watch it on here i don't actually watch it <laughs> oh have you already seen <laughs> it yeah i've i've seen uh, i've seen the trailer uh, I'm curious to see what uh, what you I'm guys like hype, think. Dude. I'm hype. Yeah, it's got like five million views already in the first hour or some shit. It's it's people are. That's not as much as uh, Spider Man though. Was it? Spider Man something ridiculous? Spider Man like in the first. I've never seen a trailer go up in views as fast as as No Way Home. Maybe uh, I'm wrong, but I I well, never that, that seen a also trailer had... go up in views. It had a lot of fandoms converging on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it it had uh, 355 million views globally in its first 24 hours. Yeah, that. Yeah, it was in. I've never seen anything like that. You had Sam Raimi fans converging with MCU fans. Like it was. It was just like a unique moment in history. It probably sounded like a huge fucking geek saying that, but. I've never seen a trailer go up in views that fast. I was just like, oh, oh. it was <laughs> what, what? I mean, but you're right, though. It, it you don't sound crazy. It literally is like that's pretty insane. That was the th- people went to that literally just to see if they'd be confirmed that other Spider-Man would be in that. Yes. Movie. Yes. Because like, the theories surrounding that film were. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So vast. And I, I feel like. Every time I refresh the page, it would go up like another five million. Like not even a small amount. I would like refresh and it'd be like twenty-five million. Refresh thirty-five million. I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah. This is well, this is a teaser. I, I think maybe the trailer will do. I I, I do want to reinforce because I went in like the trailers dropped. No, the teaser has dropped. I'm, I want to reinforce to say, that. Don't spoil oh. us. Don't spoil I'm us. I'm not spoiling it for you. I'm you I'm, setting, I'm setting expectations. It's a teaser. It's good. I like it, but it's a it's a teaser. It's not a trailer. What you trying to say, JP? You know what? I don't want to know. It's it's a long teaser, but it's it's a teaser. I'm not reading it. Not reading it. I mean, we can just jump straight to it if you really want. There's no. I I have not looked at news yet. Uh, I was trying to get Jesse to host the show, but that motherfucker doesn't read his DMs. So let's just do it. What? Are you really? (laughs) Is that a thing that was going to happen? It was a thing. Yeah. Oh well, you know long, what? My my biggest drink, worry is how long my voice uh, holds drink out. Drink your tea, throat man. It'll mm-hmm. be fine. By the way, by what the way, before we jump into this, man? I'm gonna give throat man. That's throat my man. name. Throat master. I saw a video the other day of someone okay. that was on a cruise playing a trombone. By the way, 
And every time he blew into the trombone, his neck goes whoop and like blew up. Yo, it was like yeah, a chameleon yeah. guy. It was weird as fuck. There's a crazy. But don't call someone throat master. That's not what that means. <laughs> well, what are you what are you talking about, bronze? That's what uh, bronze. What are you referring to? What are you, what are you referring to? I don't know, bronze. It's a totally normal thing to call you, someone that. I'm sorry. What are you what are you what are you talking about? What are you Chat, help me out here. Don't make me spell it out. That's a weird thing. What are you you're gonna spell it out? T R O A. Y'all are being nasty. What? We're not being anything. I'm just sitting here drinking my tea because my throat. Yeah, we're talking about JP's love of tea. Yeah. My my throat my the tea actually. Aaron is like a tea connoisseur. The tea packet was labeled throat. Oh God, that was what was it? Throat. I have I have throat massage maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it, it was I really weirdly named. Throat coat. Yeah, I got throat coat tea. Yeah. Yeah. You, you swallow oh, yeah, it down. No. Coat your throat. The, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What? Once again. <clears throat> How else are you going to become I a throat master? Enjoy this. Okay. <clears throat> what? 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 I don't. I'm, also, Jesse, if I was if I was a superhero named Throat Master, it would probably be Throat Goat. That would be my name. <laughs> Can we I'll not do this? The throat Can we goat. not? The greatest throat of all time. <laughs> throat goat. Um, really quickly, before we jump into this, I want to okay. talk about uh, another movie that I saw this past week. I went and saw the Sonic movie. I just oh. want to point this out to everyone. Okay. Um, whatever. It's, you know, it was the Sonic movie, but it was made 20,000 times better by the fact that there were only six people in the theater myself and friends and then a family behind us and it was a little kid and that little kid Loved was it. the biggest sonic fan i've ever seen in my life every time sonic was on the screen lost his mind every time like at one point he's like knuckles likes to punch things and that was like yes he does it was you know what normally i'd be That's like great. oh kid it made the movie 12 billion times better just just saying that just put it out there he was like, that guy has two tails. I was like, yes, he does, kid. Yes, he does. It was great. So made the movie way better. Um, that is my review of the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie. Sometimes, great. like, having kids in a movie theater, like, legitimately does make it better. Mm. Save that film for me, yeah. Yeah, I don't really remember the Pokemon movie. I think I was really young when I went. My brother was, like, super into Pokemon, and I was, like, just kind of copying him because I, I don't think I was, like, old enough, like, really understand the game <laughs> and like my mom still talks about the story but like she took us to go see the movie and like halfway through the movie or towards the end once again don't remember the actual film somewhere towards the end a little kid stood up and was like oh, ash is dead and everybody in the movie theater just started like like laughing because this kid was having like a breakdown in real time of like, and, and his parents were like, sit down. And my mom's like, he was like, why? And I was like, yo, I wish I was old enough to remember this because that would be one of my fondest memories. This kid, like, like clutching his hair, asking why they killed Ash. Like, why? Jesse, yo, would, you, I, would you like me to elevate Sonic 2 for you? Elevate it? Yeah. I'm not sure how you could. Watch the entire movie of Sonic 2, but instead of Tails looking like he does in the film, 
make oh, him look yeah. like imagine that. that. <laughs> imagine that. Yes, yes. I saw that poster and I laughed very hard. It's the best. Uh, it's one of the, it's my favorite <laughs> image on the internet today. I think. Past week, really. Yeah. That's great. Oh, man. I don't even know where yeah. that's from. I don't even know where that is. I think that's the Carfax that, guy. Yeah, yeah. Is it? It's that terrible Car Fox, yeah. They used they used to have a puppet. They had a CGI version, and then they made a puppet, and it's awful. It's terrifying. Carfax Fox? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, maybe. I'm telling, you that's what it, I'm telling you, that's what it is. They made a puppet version of it. Right, let me Google puppet. Oh, it's awful. I, uh, yeah, I, I... Maybe. I, I will simply say that getting a group together to go see the Sonic movie of a bunch of 30-plus-year-olds was a hard ask. A lot of people were like, no, nah, I'm good. I was like, come on, it'll be fun. No, it was a hard ask for people. I will say that, uh, yeah, the stuff that was cringe was as cringe as the first movie, and the stuff that was, like, fun was... Oh <laughs> that sucks oh so badly. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm. My f- I want that. I want to. I want to buy that. That guy one hundred percent says chaos reigns. Because if someone tried to rob us and by coming into our house, they would see that and be like, "I'm fucking out of here. This is too weird. I'm I'm out." It's a chaos it's a you know, self defense mechanism. That's true. No, no, no. That's true. Yeah, just put that on like you know, the back add, porch. To add to your point, Jesse, I think some of it is. Uh, like, you know, how sometimes the fandom of a of a per- particular property will make you not want to associate with that fandom or make push you away. No, I don't know what that is. What are you What are you trying to say, Bronze? Bronze. <laughs> Look, I feel like I'm, I'm gonna... Sonic and Dragon Ball Z are like both amazing, but the fandoms are so hardcore a that little... there's times that. You're like, much. oh, I don't know if I want to get back into this, you know? Mm. It's because, yeah, it's like, it's like, okay, so like the first time I streamed, oh gosh, what's that game called? Undertale. Oh, yeah, no, that's, I was like yeah. super vibing. You've made a terrible mistake. Then, that was a bad idea. Yeah, and then just saw the type of people it brought in. And I'm sure some of them are decent people, but the overwhelming majority was just caustic. Over, yeah. over nothing uh, yeah. and i was just like oh i don't think i'm gonna play any game from this series again or make a youtube video about it or do anything and you know like and same thing with like sonic i i love sonic and i was gonna play that and play one of the new ones but the, the fandom's like really hardcore to the point that it's like oh i don't know if, like i like this game and i like this property but i don't know if i want to engage with you and unfortunately yeah. they go hand in hand a little bit it's right? it's because those those properties especially have a fandom that has evolved to be like this is how you do this thing this is how this works if you're playing play this way if you're doing like the maximum way to play is this the maximum way to enjoy is this like the like if you're watching Dragon Ball, it's like these are the arcs that matter. Everything else is trash. Do not even like don't even talk about it. there's a way of doing things. And yeah, I mean, that's you know, that is one hundred percent Star Wars now. That fandom is a, a mess. There is yeah, anytime a fandom grows like too big and too popular, it always has rules associated with it that are like what? There's rules or to the enjoying opposite. a thing? 
or the or the opposite, right? Like if a fandom is really niche or they feel like they've had to survive, I feel like that indoctrinates a certain amount too. So like sure. <sighs> I hate saying this. Like everybody knows Monster Hunter is like one of my favorite franchises along with Yakuza. Those two are like mm-hmm. so close to my heart. But I I did start on the PlayStation Portable where you had to like kind of do this claw-esque maneuver to maneuver the camera. And there in America at least that game was not super popular for a long time and so certain uh, mentalities have developed where these people kind of adopt this like i don't know how to describe it like this idea that like well we have to keep this fandom alive because there's not that many of us and And when i first started on twitch i had a modded 3ds that i had special ordered from japan so that i could stream off of it and anytime i did not play that game i was like harassed over it like, and I've never had that with another game. Other people, they just don't watch, right? Like, right. oh, they're not playing the game I want to stream or I want to watch on stream. I'll just watch something else. And you just see a view count drop. These people would come into my channel and I only played Monster Hunter once a week and harass me and say, what, are you done with Monster Hunter? Where's Monster Hunter? I followed for Monster Hunter. I subbed for Monster Hunter. I was like, it's really simple. That's crazy. You don't have to watch me. And like, you know, and, and it's people that even when Monster Hunter World was announced, people that had watched me three years ago when I streamed part time and worked a full time job Yo, you got showed up out of nowhere that are like, so are you going to be doing viewer lobbies? I was like, you've been following for three years for this moment. Like, this is almost like a level of commitment that I don't want to be a part of. Well, maybe that and means that you're very like, good at Monster Hunter because like, maybe you're just good at Monster Hunter because when I play, people are like, what if you played something else? I'm like, oh, what do you mean? It is Me probably, dying repeatedly isn't entertaining like for you? If, if I had to survive, like, like if there was, like, a Hunger Games type thing and I had to pick my best game to save my life, it would probably be that one. But, like I said, I don't play it. I'm not, like, competitive in that game anymore. I don't, like, grind that game the way I used to, whereas, like, Monster Hunter Freedom Unite and those old ones, I played them literally for, like, 300, 400, sometimes, like, 800 hours. I don't do that anymore because I'm like, it's not worth being harassed over or made to feel bad. Like to me, it's like, if you don't want to watch something, just don't watch it. But even Jesse, you're going to think this is hilarious. When I started streaming that game, once again, remember full-time job work like 50 hours a week. And I stream like three hours twice a week. I stream that game one time and I get a message from another monster hunter streamer. That's like, Hello, welcome to the Monster Hunter community. Here are some tips for your stream. Put your lobby ID in the overlay. Put your hunter rank in, and and like literally wow. critique my stream unprompted, unasked, along That's with an invite to apply to their stream team. And I was like, I didn't realize y'all had a committee that watches every single new streamer that's streaming this game and decides whether or not they're worthy. I was like, yo, this y'all, this is crazy. I got to get out. That's kind of a yikes. <laughs> I was well, like, um, I, I got to get out. Like, this is, I've never experienced that streaming another game. Can I tell Imagine you? Imagine if I started streaming uh, Final Fantasy 14 tomorrow and I got a DM that was like, hello, welcome be, to the Final Fantasy Jesse. 14. That was Jesse. Yeah, we would be like, oh, hey, Bronze, are you playing? Do you want help? Do you, can I help you? Do you want anything? Yeah. Do you like, all right, by the That's way. That's nice. That's that's not uh, a list of critiques to better the Monster Hunter oh, I directory. Wouldn't, I wouldn't I wouldn't critique you. I'd just be like, what can I do to help? 
you look like you need some help. What are you doing? Do you need help? Yeah. Can I help you? Do you want to play? Can we can we play together? Do you want to do something? Oh yeah. I would. That's how it goes. Literally last night, Octo was playing, and I was just like, "Oh, you're doing new content. Do you want help? I can run the dungeon with you." Oh, I run the dungeon. And then I waited. I was like, oh, do you want to do the raid? I can do the raid with you. And he's like, all right, bud. I was like, thanks, pal. Oh, yeah. I'm that guy. No, but I, wasn't, that, I, I feel was like that's welcoming. I don't feel like that's the same as, so here are the standards we expect from this directory. This is how we're all doing it. You need to do it like this. That's yeah, a little well, different. I don't, I mean, that's like, that's One like is that like, weird Oh, hey, you're playing this game we're playing. Thing. We're so excited. And the other is like, yeah. how dare you have this many viewers in this category and have a shit tier stream? Don't you know we have a hierarchy here? You know? Yeah. I, it, definitely, it definitely, I think, depends on the game. Because recently I've been streaming Guild Wars 2, and, you know, there aren't, like, a ton of Guild Wars 2 streamers, and I'm frequently at the top of that stream, and, like, I'll just go raid other streams, like, oh, hey, saw you were streaming. Like, that's pretty cool. Like, that is that is the extent of it. It isn't like, here are some tips on how you can be better at the game. They're like, all right, that's pretty neat. I don't know. I feel like uh, a lot of people, It's it has to do with, I think, the viewership of the game. Like, mm. Monster Hunter, when new Monster Hunter comes out, is frequently the top-viewed thing. And, you know, I, I, I would love to know what's going on, like, say, Ark, Lost Ark, for example. Like, what that... Mm. It's like, if you want to be a great lot, because that gets consistently a lot of views. And I'm curious, like, what that would be. I don't know. No clue, you know, the other like one was For Honor. I decided to play For Honor long after. Well, there's your, oh, see, here's your problem. You're playing all the games where it's like, like, you're playing the games that are, like I would say, at a higher technical level. That but isn't it's just also, button like mashing. Said, fandoms that feel like they're surviving. Do you know what I mean? Where sure. it's like everybody left and we're the only ones here. And therefore, we have to do what we have to do to keep the game going. And so you stream the game one time and then the next day they're just like, why did you stop? You know, or if God forbid you critique any part of it, they get super upset, you know? No one ever. This must be like a like. This I recently happened to me with Tiny Toons No one ever does Wonderland. that to me. Like, it, like of all the freaking games, Tiny Tina Wonderlands, I finally beat it after it had, like, tapered off in viewership. And I made a critique, which I think is a valid one, which is that you have to beat the entire game in order to respect your second class, your secondary class. I was like, that's ridiculous. You should not be unlocking features on the beating of the game. I understand that they want to encourage replay, but personally, it's like, it's like D&D. It's just it just imagine that like, you know, you've invested all this into a character and you have to wait until you beat the game to reassign a point. Like to me that's just not it's not fun. Like cuz it gets to the point where it's like what if you don't like where you put that point? And I understand that that's the old school way of doing things, but games have come a long way since then. So we don't have such draconian rules. And oh my god, there were people flipping out who once again not a part of my community people flipping out that i said this one negative thing and otherwise gave it a glowing review and just like well you don't understand the devs intended that you would play the game again uh, yo, what the fuck <laughs> jesse's freaking out because i flipped her camera don't worry center. i'll face this way now to like change it up a bit <laughs> no you're fine he's there hey, center what's going on 
over there, you crazy guys. <laughs> All right, cool. Nice she conversation we're having here. But yeah, I just, I don't know. It's one of those things where I think Sonic has survived a lot of bad sequels. Let, let's be real. There was some, there was a dark time, especially during the Xbox 360 era, where Sonic was not putting out games that were popular or relevant or very good. They were usually riddled with bugs, a complete departure from the platformer style of the series, and just otherwise suffering. And the thing is, they had departed from that platforming formula in the past with Sonic Adventures and RPG-style games, and those were good in the past. But then you hit the 360 era, and they dropped a lot of bad games and kind of severely hurt the brand. So I feel like the people that have survived that sometimes forget that Sonic is a kid's IP. It's for, like... And I, I'm not saying that as an insult, but it is a children's game. But they feel like they've survived the Sonic Wars of <laughs> a handful I, of I years mean, where nothing good for that game or nothing good for that IP was coming out. I, I, I here's 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 what I'll, I will say about fandoms and how it, crazy they can be sometimes. Um, yesterday, I discovered. That a man had seen Spider-Man No Way Home 292 times. And he set a Guinness Book of World Record for it. Yeah. And uh, I was like, all right, you know what? This guy, I got to see what this dude looks like. I got to know. Because in my mind, I'm imagining like just a mess. Just a hot dude looks like John Normal Man. (laughs) He is like... I did it for my grandmother. She said, go for your dreams and set this record. And so I did. She passed away. And so I kept doing it. And now I've done it. And he spent like 3400 bucks doing this thing. He saw it 292 times. And he just looks like a guy. Just, and I was like, I'm so disappointed. I was like, this is like, he just like, all right, well. That's, I guess I'm good. On to the movies. It's like him in the theater and all the people in the background. Like, yeah, it's crazy to me. You know what? Fandoms are wild. Because I think the internet has this, like, we all expect, like, uh, you know, a Sonic fan or whoever to be, like, a squirrely-looking weirdo. But they're 99% not. They're just like, yes, mm-hmm. I'm a fan. I like that thing. And, yeah, I'm always reminded about that. Because I think about, like, fandoms and how, like, you know, when people who are messaging you, I want to be like, that person's probably a freaking weirdo. But, like, it's probably just like, I think it would be very nice if you were to join us. on the, You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they realize, like, what no, they're they doing. And I, yeah, it's like I, a blind I, spot. I, yeah, i completely blown away every time I'm like, oh, no, that's just like a normal dude. It's kind of like, you know, maybe I'm the weird one. I'm over here like, let me tell you about Star Wars. Okay, so once you get through the High Republic, I'm like, oh, no. I'm the problem. So, yeah, that's... um. Let's watch this trailer. Have I stalled long enough? I think so. Have I stalled? Yeah. This is what happens when you get Jesse Cox and Bronze Girl <sighs> co-host, JP. I'm sorry. Yeah, you should have well, spoken you get no, for here, being Here's the thing. This is what happens yeah. when I don't want to talk. <laughs> and oh. you guys just continue talking. That's just how it goes. That's why I was you like it, chat? Yeah. You like me and Jesse meandering about random topics for 15 minutes? <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely going to be one comment that's like, I thought this was the MCU crew, not the poo poo oh, crew. 100%. And I'm going to be like, 100%. Got us. Yep. <laughs> and then they're going to act like we're a JP. Poor JP is sick and has to put up with this. They are damaging his health. <laughs> I hope they go that far. I've never had anyone go that far. I hope they do. I would uh, love, love to be accused of damaging a person's <clears throat> health. 
Yeah. I'll be like, JP's throat damage caused by me. Yeah. But <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Don't say that. As the throat what? goat, I'm what? okay. No, you're not going back to this. You can't. Oh, my God. Full circle. I sent you guys the uh, the, the trailer, the teaser. It's not oh, a trailer. I have it ready to go. All ready right. to go. Uh, for everyone else watching, it will be a lot lower uh, volume, so we don't get claimed on YouTube or anything like that. Uh, so feel free to open it on your own. I will link it in my chat. Uh, we're watching Would the official like Marvel tips one. on how to stream a podcast? That's my favorite comment. <laughs> Wait, what? There you go. Would you like some tips on how to stream a podcast? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, they've definitely got some copyright. I see that you're podcasting. Here's 10 ways you could improve. <laughs> You guys ready? Wait, I'm ready can for you this. Do that this on your this end? shot. What is, is that? Who is? All right, I'm gonna shut up. What was that? I'm just trying to make sure. If I when I played it, could you guys hear it on your end? No. Okay, I just want to make sure because sometimes in the past. Yep. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, I'll go five, four, three, two, one, start. Okay. And then we begin. Do it. Here we go. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one, start. That was cute. Now they're but humble tools for peace. I need to figure out Great. Great. I will choose my own path. Live in the moment. Is out? There's definitely someone CG'd in that screen. That's all Zeusy. Hey, Zeus. That's an important shot. Great. We got the stinger. Yo! What? See, now I don't. I, I don't. So it was a teaser, right? I didn't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They they didn't even mention gore. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a dead god, though. Did you guys catch the that, dead god? That is straight up yeah. a shot for shot comic remake. It is. Yes. There's. There's 100% a panel of a comic looks exactly like that. Yep. Oh, that's so You know cool. what I got to say, just like right out of the gate? A lot of trailers, because of what we do and just being like fans, I feel like I have this inclination to sit there and dissect it. And that's the first trailer in a long time I just enjoyed. Like I legitimately right. just found it enjoyable to watch. Yeah. I did not catch myself wanting to pause it and look at something. I was like, no, this is just a great trailer. Like, this just There's, is enjoyable to watch. That's probably the first 30 minutes of the movie. Everything we just saw is only from the first 30 minutes of the movie. Apart from... Yeah. There was... There's a the side-by-side -side shot with uh, Korg and him standing there. There's definitely someone missing on the left-hand side. This shot right here. Someone's right here. 100%. They've been CG'd. Without question. They wouldn't have an off-center shot like this. 
there's someone here sure i don't know who it is um someone sticks around with them from the guardians or something i don't know what's going on there uh, there's there's like i i the way they set this up as sort of like uh i don't know is this the last thor movie kind of maybe yeah because it, it definitely feels like a full circle kind of like the opening where it shows him i love young thor with the old ass thor outfit that's so good with the with the wing winged helm mm, and stuff at like that two was seconds so in. good yeah yeah that's fantastic and then like watching him become an adult and then like through the flames i'm curious this scene where he plants the axe i'm curious if that is either the end of what is clearly going to be the like montage slash him leaving the guardians and then he's like i'm gonna go find myself if that's that or if that's straight up just the end of the movie like that's if that's the end where the guardians yeah i would assume because we like, see him if... go back for it right and i don't think they'd show that unless something spurs him out of retirement like one last job and then maybe he sees that jane is there and he yeah. doesn't have to you know yeah so there's this right here is from the comic that. That, yeah that's a that dead shot God right there that is uh the comic if i recall the shot there is it, Korg isn't there for sure, but yeah, it's, he's not. it's he. What happens in the comics is he discovers this is when he discovers Gore's going around killing people, and he's like, "I messed up. I was out of the game too long, and I let this guy kill." He's like, "This dude," which I think is hilarious. This giant ass guy. He's like, "This dude right here was my friend. I saw him like a hundred years ago hanging out, and we were like best buds, and we were like we passed by and waved to each other." And he's like, and now he's dead. And I screw like, I love that about this, that this giant monster is like, this guy was a friend of mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm really, I'm really hyped that they included that. That's like, I'm not even joking. I'm going to have to find the shot. That is a shot. That is exactly how that dude looks in the comic. Exactly. Yeah. It's this shot right here. I'm so thrilled you have it. I don't have to look it up. Bless your sweet soul. Yeah. Look at that shot. That's, a, that's the shot of it that's so good i can't believe they nailed that so well that's fantastic yeah it's uh a cute doggo balagar the behemoth he's the patron god of the galactic frontier and champion god of the tournament of immortals <laughs> yeah and he's like and he's dead. Dude was my friend yeah, <laughs> yeah i love that and i think that's how he that's like how he gets back in a thing that i thought that i noticed and i don't know if this is just a jesse immediately noticed it kind of vibe but uh at oh where is it when zeus finally shows up um the the shot of zeus with the lightning if you yeah at 52 seconds that it's the fact that zeus just says all these women around him is the most zeus thing i've ever seen in my entire life that is the perfect well, that, so that, like that has to be olympus right like i wonder I, whatever uh, the olympus version is yeah is for olympus sure. like a yeah. pocket dimension is it a planet i don't really know i don't with olympus yeah. i have no clue especially now that there's a uh, you know i was gonna say spoilers yeah, yeah 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 who knows at know. this juncture but it's you definitely know, hilarious that he's this like trailer ladies thinking about like like just the nature of of comic book movies versus comics and in, in general and that like things move a lot faster in the movies because they have to because these films right. take years to make 
and the actors get older and they just kind of have to move things along a lot faster. And I think there's also this like inclination to like um, give people a payoff immediately. But him running through the forest, like it did kind of encapsulate like, holy shit, this character has grown so much in just like four movies. Like where, how many, like where do you take them from here? Right. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. him, he literally had his like sort of fall. I don't want to say fall from grace, but like he had his fall in Ragnarok and recovered in the same movie. Right. Like he lost his hammer. I don't know who I am. Oh, well, you're not Thor, God of hammers. You're Thor, you know, God of thunder. Oh, shit. OK, yeah. Like all in one film. And in comic books, that would have potentially taken years. Like because that's mm. the pacing. You know, you get an, an issue a week, depending on which run you're you're reading. But a lot of times an issue a month. So it's just interesting to see it unfold where I'm not saying, oh, this character's arc should end. I'm saying at some point you want them to win. If that makes sense. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Some point I'm like, yo, this dude's been through a lot. Like him saying he doesn't want to fight anymore makes a lot of sense to me because he's fought quite a bit. Yeah. But I, I, I'm curious what they, you know, what the outcome will be at the end with, jane and with the because by the way go to that shot of jane like it doesn't look like jane it doesn't at all it's definitely cg'd uh like her face her hair like, looks not portman-esque at all <laughs> like just the shot at a minute 24 like it that's that's cg right i'm like i'm not i'm not crazy that's they cg'd that entire shot I'm not crazy. Like that, I, that I, face people, doesn't look. I think the blonde hair and just obscuring her nose, which is one of like the more prominent features on her face, would make would probably make it look like that. Well, here's here's yes, my it, question. Me, it looks like her. Here's my question: Does does having Milnor or wielding Milnor give you the outfit? Like, where would she get this outfit from? Is like her? Does she go to Valkyrie or something? I mean, look, the rules on this are a little, like, like, if you recall, there's a scene in Endgame where Thor literally holds his axe and hammer above his head, lightning comes down, and he changes into, like, he has, his beard is all shaped now, and he has, like, a different outfit on. Like, yeah. That's, that's space magic. I'm pretty sure that that's, space you know. Magic. It gave him the suit in Thor one. Well, there you go. Did it? Yeah. Then yeah. that okay. That makes sense. Because that that is the outfit from Thor one, right? Like that's yeah. That's it. This this is one hundred percent the same uh, shattered hammer. And yes. so, I mean, there's definitely some sort of plot involving the town because it looks like Valkyrie during her shots is like like a town hall leader some, or something. Yeah, she's definitely at like a like a council meeting of some sort. Oh yeah, and then what time is that? Well, at fifty nine seconds is the back of her head, and then like a bunch of counselors speaking, probably somewhere New Zealand, New Zealanding. Um, there is a sign that says something energy in the background, and I wonder if that's related to. There's uh. Let's see. I don't know where this is, by the way. This is crazy. That's 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 uh one hundred percent um <clears throat> Zeus's place. If it, okay, maybe gold accents are the same. 
Yeah, there's a there's another shot of there's another angle where they're walking down a path, uh, and it's that same place. I'm trying to find, but um, it's uh, the the what I'm looking at is 59 seconds. That shot where he's kissing someone on the boat. Yeah, that, here we go, right I, here. This, I feel so, like that's Natalie Portman. So this new Asgard, yeah. they've obviously had a glow up, right? Like there's tourism <laughs> board there's is there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and but but like at 59 seconds. A little bit forward, there is like one second forward. There is a shot of all of them together in like a like a boardroom somewhere. Um, oh yeah. And then, if you go one frame forward or you know whatever, one minute forward, she's there looking like super over it. But also, what's his face? The little bug man is in a like suit. And oh top. yeah, I didn't even yeah. catch that little plaid suit. Yeah, uh-huh. love that. And so I guess this is sort of like. You know what being the king of Asgard is about. Well, I which, just you know, I mean, I can on the back of this car it says New Asgard Tours, so it looks like they just you know come tour a space mm-hmm. village or a space people place. I mean, there's cruise ships back there yeah, too, and it blew the fuck up. I mean, well, they what else like, is commerce going to be like, <clears> if you <throat> think about it? Yeah, they've also got like Asgardian buildings right here, like some golden mm-hmm. buildings. Oh my god! So. Uh, maybe that's a skirt suit chat you could be totally right meek has a like a, like one of those like plaid skirt suit vibes going that could be fun yeah but yeah if you go to 102 uh this is this is zeus's place oh, for yeah. sure oh yeah it could also just be like where all the gods reside and this is just yeah, like it could zeus's be olympus. wing well not not even olympus i mean like all the gods that don't have a place this is just like the, the Olympus place. Cause that's a giant statue of Zeus or maybe each. Isn't that two red capes in that shot? Do you think? Both oh yeah. No, that's, that's, are there? that's okay. uh, Natalie Portman right there. 100%. Okay. Yeah. I don't know who this, this is, is. This is. I was going to say who's in the Might be a guide Korg or something. Then... No, that's, that's Valkyrie. Um, okay. Yeah. Nah, it's Valkyrie. Oh, you might be the, right. the blue. Yeah. Yeah. She just looks so much smaller, but you're right. That's perspective and next to Korg. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I'm this is I'm very curious what the plot involving like where do the guardians fit into this? <laughs> right? Well, they're like, just in the beginning. They just drop him off. Oh he's in the for sure. I'm, he's in the montage is this, and that's it. Is this shot at one ten? Is that the trash planet? Because Goldblum's in this thing again. So is oh it are, oh maybe did they drop him off back there? Because that's where all the waygate things are. He's like, I'll find my way back. I don't know. It would also be like a weird crystal world. It's really hard to tell, honestly. Yeah, it's hard to tell. It might be like a crystal world. <clears throat> I liked. Uh, did you guys catch this? It. Uh the world's strongest avenger trucker cap as he's working that. <laughs> i would wear that that's probably going to be merch yeah. and that's going to sell very well most likely if it's not official merch it's already on Redbubble or whatever someone's definitely bootleg that thing yeah 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 i don't know what some dead Chained creature here titan. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> something's going on there that's body reveal love that oh that is that is wait is that the car no, I love that he like throws. I love no, that he throws just... 
jacket on someone. It's hilarious to me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah this is, this is, yeah, this is definitely like the mid fight right here. Cause Peter Quill's yeah. like hunched down. Mm-hmm. This is when he shows up like, you know, he's Thor. So he's going to be like, don't worry. I got this. Yeah. They're all kind of there. Maybe that's the opening uh, of the movie. Or I guess he's got to do the montage before that. I don't know. I think I think we're going to see the montage at the very beginning. You know, remember how we had that, like, uh, opener in the last one, which was him, like, spinning around in circles talking with uh, Sutter or whatever his name was? Yeah. And um, you're probably going to do something like that where Thor's like, I changed my ways. You're pro- it's going to be like, you're probably wondering how I got here. Like, one of those. It's going to be one of those again, for sure. For sure. Knowing Taika style, yeah. Yeah. Glad we get to see his goats as well. He's got his little boat. The goat boats. Yeah, I can't help but feel like this is like <clears throat> JP, I want you to know I uh thought that your screen was my player for a minute. Oh. And I went to the timeline and accidentally hung up the call. So I just want you to know like oh. I'm dumb. <laughs> the... There you go. What were we saying, Bronze? I do feel like this is like gonna be like he's gonna turn into like a background character that appears from time to time now maybe i mean i guess at the end of the day it's it's two things right it's one if if hemsworth wants to continue doing it and and two if like Mm -hmm. marvel wants him in the spotlight they on a cosmic scale we really don't have anyone except from him or the guardians right like well, uh, no, but we Marvel. also don't have Black... Like, okay, that's not fair. We do have Black Widow, but, like, we don't... We lost, like, Scarlett Johansson Black Widow. Yeah. And from a business standpoint, like, I do feel like Natalie Portman is one of the few other actresses that could, like, carry... Like, because it's just about whether or not you can put butts in seats. A lot of people will sit here and be like, well, why does Scarlett Johansson get so many movies? Because well, it they know that internationally and domestically like her name is one of the few actresses in Hollywood that has like enough pull to like people in Natalie Portman is probably one of the few other people that has that because it's rare. So I, I think like if they were going to hand it off, this is the perfect person to hand it off to it. I hope that's not the case because not to be shady, but Thor movies just got good and it sucks that like, but but yeah, it's been like what a decade that they've been coming out. Uh-huh. So like, how often, like, how long do you stay in that ridiculous shape? I mean, Chris Hemsworth said to. he's willing to do it forever. Yeah, he did. The say man that said he's would, in it for a while. I'm, <laughs> I, and I'm here for that. I would. I'd be fine if he was old ass Thor. I'd be fine with it. I want to grow old with Thor. I, there, I, I said. W- it. I would be. I said. Like, it. Let's be real. He's only had one good solo movie yeah actually this could this could be the second but like the other ones don't say it jesse the other ones were not good come on no i need you to know that uh one of the comments i was scrolling down because i want to see what people said one of the comments literally was just like you know what i wasn't a fan of the last one this one doesn't look good either i was like whoa wait so is this the like rare the first two were perfect they were flawless timeless love stories did we find the guy for everything? <laughs> I mean, I guess you're right. I, I mean, I guess I don't know. 
I guess there's a taste level for flawless love stories, bronze. Yeah, Yeah, so that's surprising. You're entitled to your strange opinion. (laughs) Yeah, everyone's got opinions. That's true. There are people that put candy corn on pizza. I don't. I don't claim to understand it. Can we really quickly dissect the shot at 43 seconds? This woman with blue hair flies in. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Who is like a pirate king in oh, the he background? Just, he just killed is like a, a squid. Yeah. yeah, like like a kraken on a boat, and it's probably her boat, maybe. But who is this woman? What are they doing there? And then she like swings in and they kiss. And at first, I was like, oh, maybe that's Natalie Portman, and it's like a dream or something. It's not Natalie Portman. I don't know who that is. That's just like a person. And I don't know what this scene is, but yeah, it I was definitely confused is like a, when you said that when you were like, oh, and then he kisses Natalie Portman on the boat. I was like, did I miss that scene? Because I saw like the blue lady. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, oh, maybe this is like a dream. And he's having like a fantasy of like being a hero again. But this is just like he's on his sky boat with like he shot a Kraken or something. And another boat got destroyed. And he like, ah, hello, I've come to save you. Kind of weird. Wild. This movie is going to be crazy pants. I'm here for it. Huh. I don't even know if there's a comic book like character parallel to this, but they really did make him into Fabio for this shot, though, which is oh, hilarious. Without question, yeah, hilarious they did that. Yeah, it looks good. It's definitely a teaser. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, do you think we see Gore at all, or just get Dude, names? Do you think they just based, say a name, and that's based it? on the reporting of what people were saying about how they did all the reshoots were of Gore? Yeah. I would. I mean, like the fact that we didn't see him checks out with me. Like maybe they're changing. I don't know. I they don't could know. just save him. Yeah. For the movie, that'd be kind of sick. Yeah. But, I mean, what? We haven't directly seen the implied villain of of uh, words are hard of the last two movies. Multiverse of Madness. Like, Multiverse oh. of Madness. We haven't really seen. Oh, well, that's Yoke's Wanda, of- right? Like they just haven't said it. I, I, it though, think, bro? I think Yog Satata is going to be a part of it. Is it by getting? Am I mixing him up with World of Warcraft? No. No, that's Wait. that's Yog Saron. Yeah, that's Yog Saron. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, I think that there's got to be like a. I don't think Wanda's going to be the big bad. There has to be someone they actually defeat, and they're not going to kill Wanda. Sadly. Um, yeah, but no, Wanda's, Wanda's <laughs> like the like. I was confused. My kids. Yeah. 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 Yeah, gonna get there's, there's going to be a, a big bad that they both unite against. And then Doctor Strange will be like, I guess you're a problem, but you're a useful problem to have, you know, and they're going to move their own way. That's true. So there's got to be somebody that, like, they have to come together and, like, bring that person down because. Yeah. Yeah. There always is. It's always bigger yeah. bad. Wanda is great. Stop it, Bronze. I love trolling you people. Would you like some chicken paprikash? <laughs> What a good teaser. Spottiest accent, NA. Spotty. I love that they wrote it into the canon, though, that they were like, sometimes yeah. she doesn't have an accent because she, honestly, the actress couldn't hold it. Um, The other thing I think is, like, yeah, and we also didn't see the villain for No Way Home. Uh, uh, we, I mean, we, yeah. we, didn't we see heard the laugh. Of Green Goblin. We heard the, like, yeah, 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 yeah. We heard the laugh and yeah, then saw but the we didn't, bomb, so. We didn't, like, him it was like implied 
And in that case, in this one, it's been implied too, right? Like you see a dead god and then you see Zeus and you have to begin to wonder, well, what killed that dead god? Like, so we see an implication, sure. but that doesn't mean they're going to show us a full shot. I feel like they've been starting to move away from showing full shots of the villain. Yeah, I, I think that's smart. Leaves a little bit of a mystery. They're kind of reframing how trailers and teasers uh, should be in a lot of ways, I think, for uh, for films, which is good. It just sucks that leaks happen, right? So we knew about the the multiple Spider-Men, like, what, a year before that movie came out? <laughs> Something like that. So. Uh, was there any news? Not really. Cats doing cat things. Danny Elfman was at Coachella. He performed the Spider-Man theme. Did you guys see any of that? That was a wild thing. He did the Nightmare Before Christmas theme, and he was, like, singing the song. and It was wild. It was Let fucking me just crazy tell you, to see that whole thing. I don't know what had happened in Danny Elfman's life to make him decide to change from, like, creepy redheaded nerd to, like, buff-ass carrot-top MF-er with yeah. all these tattoos. Doesn't even look like him. It does, if you were to tell me that was Danny Elfman, I would have been like, you were a liar. You are a liar who lies. Dude does not look like himself anymore. I don't know. Man is almost 70. I don't know what the hell he did. I don't know what he did. But I... Uh, I stretch, Jesse. You have to go feed my cat. He's being an issue. Stretch, no Jesse. Yeah, stretch, Jesse. Do some, do some stretches. <sighs> okay. So... Then we, can get in, we can get into some... Uh, some Moon Knight after that. There's, Moon Knight. It's pretty pretty low on the uh, on the news train. I rewatched No Way Home last week. By the way, still mm -hmm. a good movie. Turns out I didn't watch it yeah. two hundred times though, so I'm not in the Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, you're unfortunately. Not, well, you have to actually see it in a theater too. You can't just like oh he watch saw it, it in the theater. Wow. Okay. Saw it in the theater, and he had people verify he was at the theater, and he had to watch it without getting up, without like un like yeah. There are rules. I guess. Yikes. No, thank you. No, thank you. That's a lot. Did you know, mm -hmm. Jesse, as the foremost authority that I know on oh Nicolas Cage, yeah. that he had his comic book stolen? You All of his this? comic books? No. He said uh, Cage previously owned a bunch of high-valued comics, including Action Comics number one which is the yeah. debut of Superman. In 2000, those comics were stolen from Cage's home, but yep. some were recovered in 2011. He then went on to sell Action Comics number one for a record $2.1 million. However, not all the comics were recovered, including Cage's copy of Detective Comics number 27. In fact, all these years later, Cage is still hoping his missing comics will be returned. The actor is currently promoting the unbearable weight of the massive talent. A new promo for the movie shows him pleading for his comics. <laughs> <laughs> he just put out a trailer saying, give me my comics back. I want to let you know, if you want to go see one of the most strangely down-to-earth AMAs, go to Reddit oh, I, and go I look up that. Nick Cage's AMA. I read it in full. That's great. Phenomenal. Phenomenal stuff. 10 out of 10. So, Super yeah. into it. Super Let's into talk it. Moon Knight. Yeah. I'm... Episode 3. I watched it last night become that's i watch it sundays uh because that's the one night that aaron's not working and it's also the night before the show so it just kind of works out it also it doesn't work though because people are all day asking me hey did you watch moon night three and i just have to say no 
and then we can't talk spoilers at all during the stream anyways we can talk spoilers here it's good i i thought this episode was good i thought there was some glaringly dumb moments in it though uh without me question. too but that, thank it, you jp it was it was good uh i enjoyed yes. the lore dump i enjoyed seeing all the avatars seeing a little bit of the gods i thought some of the shots in this were like some of the most gorgeous shots in marvel uh specifically sure. that that star scene at the end was crazy um i they did it again though jesse and i i was excited to talk to you because they did it again they did something on like an earthly scale and no one's talking about it <laughs> they did it twice actually my I, i'm glad <coughs> that the people of i assume cairo were uh like oh no Taking aback, i'm glad yeah. people saw it but we have no confirmation what that spell or magic was so i'm willing to give this one a pass considering it's not a man coming out of the ocean but <laughs> they did like we don't know what happened like did they actually rewind time did they just change the stars in the sky for like a spell so they could see like we don't know exactly what that did so yeah. i'm not gonna be like too upset about it but um yeah, I'm glad people at least were like, oh, I thought that was pretty neat. Uh, but then I remembered, like, I, I thought for a minute, like, oh, my God, people are going to lose their mind. But then I remembered all the other things that happened. Honestly, it's a good time to be a therapist in the MCU because yeah. <laughs> everyone is probably losing. Everyone is in full coping mechanism right now. They're just like, I don't, uh, all right, another day, another day where the stars turn back. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know what that all did to everyone there, but I thought it was a neat scene. I thought it was pretty cool, and I don't need an explanation because I feel like it was a uh, crazy god magic and probably went back to normal immediately. So yeah, like all right. I thought um, this episode uh, specifically was great at showing how good uh, of an actor uh, <laughs> he is, because like yeah. Oscar's is great. Uh, Oscar's going from like uh Mark to Steven without a weird camera thing. He just like mm -hmm. switches immediately. It was I it was believable. It was really great. Um while I think the whole scene with the council of the gods which we'll get to um was a little bit silly. I still think his acting portion of him like screaming uh was very good. I thought it was a little dumb. But I thought it was very good acting. I thought that whole thing was weird. Like he, he's like, okay, we got to go in here and we got to make sure our story's all good. And then Kansu just goes in there and yells for like three minutes and nothing happens. That I, that was I can kind of agree with you in the sense that so, it's really it funny. Yeah, it's really funny to see someone say, "Oh, we should we should have our we should have a case against Harrow." That's um unsealable right yeah. and then he goes in and doesn't have much of an argument but now you can't say i'm hypercritical of things in its defense i think that that is kind of conscious whole deal like a lot of times the person who wins a debate isn't the person who's right it's the person that holds a what's that dude with the wet ass keyword that guy that um looks like a i don't need um mother what the old boy with the 
I talk really, I talk like this and therefore I think I sound smart, but really I'm never ever making a point. Ben Shapiro, fucking thank you. I could not think of that dude's name. A lot of times the arguments he, he wins aren't based off of what he's saying. It's based off of how he's saying them. Does that make sense? A lot of people view someone getting emotional as I've won. See, see how cold and logical I am. Therefore I've won. I have made no points, but I've succeeded in rattling you. And coming from the competitive debate world, like that, that's a thing. So Harrow comes in like this cold, almost like sociopathic type of dude, right? And I don't use that word lightly, but he's like icing motherfuckers left and right and does not give a shit. And at the end, he's he so much as confirms that when he says like, oh, yes, I enjoyed watching people suffer when I was working for you, as opposed to um, uh, not Stephen Grant, Mark Spector, who's tormented by that, does not like it, right? Yeah. And so I think like that's what he thrives at is like he's very like, oh, well, look at how emotional he's get. He literally calls him mentally ill, does everything he can to goad Khonshu, who, as we know from context clues from the rest of the Pantheon, is already kind of an emotional dude. Yeah. I feel like we've successfully made Khonshu a little bit more empathetic or a little bit more of like a, a dude you like compared to the comics because he's like, well, you guys didn't want to help humanity and I wanted to help humanity. It's almost kind of like Diablo in that sense where it's like, you all thought they were a lost cause and I'm still involved here. And even He's at the serial? end. Damn. Yeah, like Damn. he very clearly is kind of an emotional guy and there's there's nothing wrong with that. But unfortunately, just like real life, because he gets upset and kind of loses his point, no one says at some point, okay, hold up, hold up, Harrow, be quiet, Conchu, breathe. What what makes you think Harrow is doing this? That never happens because that sometimes doesn't happen in real life. He Con, Harrow rattles what? him, gets him upset, you know, and Conchu falls apart. But there, but the thing that the thing that upset me about that scene is they are gods, and so rather than like they're gods that did like that you're absolutely right the human thing of like oh there's the shinier object was watching some dude break down and then being accused of being crazy person and they were like mark are you feeling all right he's like no dude i am a mess but this guy is he's like this guy just i'm a mess and i still know this guy's a problem and they're just like we're all right whatever you wacky dude 100 percent. when he says i'm not on trial here yeah but like, even as gods, like, they're very biased, right? Because as soon as Harrow comes in, Harrow like strikes me as like a real life villain. Because what does he do as soon as he comes in? He makes a character attack. Like at, once again, this is my debate background kicking in where I'm like, that, that has no relevance to anything. As opposed to speaking to the facts, the first thing he says is, you, like you already had to punish Conchu. This man has a criminal record. Really shitty thing to do. We see that come up even in current day. Oh, well, look at this person that brought up. Well, let's look at this person's history. They have a criminal record. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But it still works in court to this day. To this day, we but see news God, outlets like, do it. We see people do but it. But they're like, but they're gods. And that's, that's what I think I, think I, the whole I hate point about is to this. Prove that gods are fallible. Like they're, well, they're capable again, of making mistakes. If they want me on the side of gore, I'm, I'm like getting there. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, you know what? Gore has done nothing wrong so far. Because all the gods we see suck. They suck. Every single one. I've never, like, it took two and a half movies for Thor to be redeemable. All I'm saying is, every god kind of sucks. And, like, hey, Gore has done nothing wrong in my book. 
Get them. That's what I say. Get them. So, Team Gore all the way. Yeah. If they can take yeah, out and I'm not the Egyptian trying ones, to fine. Say that that scene wasn't frustrating for me to watch. It it 100% was. Because I was like, bro, how are you going to sit here and say our case against him has to be immutable? And then you go in and you just get mad. But then thinking on even like, I guess, skipping ahead to spoilers at the end where he's like, all right, I'm going to do this. But I'm basically going to go to jail. It's like this person gives me like kind of reckless vibes or one track mind yes. vibes. Like when he yeah. gets stuck on something, that's what he's stuck on. And he's not going to. So I had to do the benefit of the doubt and be like. Maybe this was designed to be annoying and frustrating because sometimes that's how real life debates go. You see someone who's on news on the news who's like intelligent and has good points, and then some somebody's grandma who's like, "There's gonna be death panels," and they just get the other person like in a corner and they win. They kind of win. I use that word lightly, and it's not fun to watch for people that can see who the clear winner is, but for everybody else, it's like. I just, it, it looked, it, Hathor clearly didn't agree. Right, but it's also one of those things where, like, Hathor and any other of the gods that was present, all they had to do was just be like, hey, we're going to send our person with you to go check out wherever, like, whatever's going on. Problem solved. Like, oh, well, he's accusing you of, of digging up Amit? Okay, cool. Let's just send some people with you when you leave. Because you're going to be teleported right back to where you just were. So, like, okay. There's, there's so many easy solutions. They were like, I think mostly because they wanted to show the difference between Mark and Khonshu. They had to have Khonshu come and be like, I am talking like this for some reason. <laughs> when every other god was like, well, it's Khonshu, oh. what's going on, bro? And he's like, I am sounding like an I think alien. that was more Mark than, than it was Khonshu. Because she even says to him, like, this is going to feel a little bit awkward at first, but it gets easier. And it looks like it was like yeah, physically painful for Mark when Conchie was talking. JP, you he, are incorrect. He was the throat goat there at that moment, though. Like, oh my it, God, was, no, it was, not this. He was just flexing like crazy at that moment. You know what I will say to, to me? What was a bigger sin than that? What's that? That I, you know, how you said there was like some stupid scenes in this JP. The one that fucking like I don't know why. Like that made me want to like the knife. No, that was stupid too. But there, why would I just like that he got punched right afterwards? Why would they allow Harrow, who, as far as they know, is no longer an avatar of anything because he did not agree or he did not admit to being the avatar of Amit? And it seemed like they didn't know that he was as he's claiming to be. Why would they let him back into the pyramid just to gloat and be like, you were right all along? What? Yeah, why? I don't know why he ended up what? there at the end. I wouldn't. Why is he entitled to that information? Why would they bring him back and be like, hey, we're going to summon a portal. Have you come back? Yeah, just so you know, you were right all along. Do you want to gloat over this stone? Like, yeah, I was, was like, am, weird, I, am I, I taking crazy pills? Why is he allowed yeah. back in here? And what, especially when they made this whole big deal to be like, oh, cal- calling a council of the gods is like uh, this big thing and all this. Why is Harrow allowed back in? He, what right does he have? He might have been be in there. He might like know those other avatars from his previous uh, stint as they're the Conchu like avatar. Yeah, they're friends they're like somehow. Buddies? Yeah, like the avatars are Maybe. friends, not the gods. And so right, that's right, how right, they right, brought right. him like in. That dude, yeah, 
Yeah, that guy wasn't the wasn't the god at the time. He was just like yeah. his friend, the human, I think. Yeah, that, yeah. that could be it, maybe. I did. I did oh, enjoy I don't know the one why thing that I did very. Was so frustrating to me. A lot of a lot of interacting with the gods was frustrating. You're absolutely right. Like I was like, I hate them. I hate these guys. They suck. I think that was. I guess that's by. by that was designed to be that way. Designed that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh the the thing uh, there were two. There's one thing I loved and one thing I absolutely hated. Uh, absolutely loved the uh slow burn of like oh there's definitely a third person in there. Yeah, which I think is great. I thought that that whole that whole like not arc whatever that would scene dealing with the people on the rooftop I that was and then great. it resulting in like all their deaths was like oh shit. Know, I thought that was really neat jesse that that scene to me was like the most comic book scene in the mcu yes, yes. It, it felt it like, like page turns it really did it really really did it i enjoyed that a lot but you yeah. know the the annoying cut is back now and I wonder if that's to denote when the third personality takes over. Because yeah. when I think, the I think so. second movie yeah. without it, I have to say it's still a little disorienting, friends. I don't know if I'm a fan of it doing the whole... Like, if they just figured out a way to do it different visually, I don't know what it is. It's just frustrating to me to do the shutter cut thing. I don't... I think we're going to get an, an episode five that is all third personality because there's a lot of shots from the original trailer that is like from the first like the first episode that whole town all the different shots where it's him in like different angles like there's one scene where he's falling off the cliff he's literally in like in the car scene right but he's falling off the cliff um we're definitely going to get what happened all that time where those flashes happen bronze that's we're going to get those are like one you're absolutely right those are the markers of where the third is it three like is that is it three black flashes that happen on screen? It might no, be. The case, maybe. More. Yeah. But... Uh, also, what I thought was amazing is if you notice at the in the end credits, when it goes the shows like all the different imagery and stuff, uh-huh. there's one shot where it's Mark and then one face, two face, three face. Yeah. And but I was like, oh, I don't think that the third personality is the cabbie then, because the cabbie wouldn't be straight murdering everyone, which is what that third personality has done to the point that it makes Mark uncomfortable and Stephen Grant uncomfortable. I think we were surmising that it was cabbie based off of some stuff from the trailer and just like comic book knowledge. But now I'm questioning right. that because I don't think, like I said, every time this this personality has taken control, it's been to like serve Khonshu like like un. Do you know what I mean? Unquestionably. Yeah. 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 Like get the scarab back. And whereas now that we've met Mark Spector more, he seems to pull his punches. There's a moment where he's about to punch the kid and he stops and he slaps him instead. And that's not under the influence of Stephen Grant. That's just him. Like even he has lines. He's not going to drop a kid off a ledge. He's a little bit more malleable under Conchie's influence and he ends up doing it. But it's not his base instinct. Whereas the third avatar seems like or third personality seems like they will do whatever needs to be done and they will kill whoever needs to be killed so i don't think it's cabbie i know originally we were talking about it being that but this doesn't to me feel like an information gathering personality yeah i feel like if if i had to imagine mark is the sort of middle ground and steven is the like i just want to talk to you and then the other one is probably the new york accent guy like i'll freaking kill these idiots right you know like whatever it is 
I'm matching the two the two sides, but like they're, they're the angel and devil on the shoulder for sure. Yeah. And this, the the flash where we see the 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 bloody hand after he killed those people in the town when he shoots the guy in the cupcake truck, all that's 100% going to be this guy. We're gonna because because even though he's like Mark, you're a murderer, Mark. What we've seen so far, Mark only is self defense. He doesn't go out of his way to like hurt people. He isn't a like cruel dude. He is trying his hardest to like just stay alive. And um we will we will 100% see like the messed up version of this. Um for people who want to know the cabbie in the comics there's just another personality who is like the streetwise cabbie who gets all the information. Yeah. Uh but he's not a psycho killer at all. At all. He's just, he's just like smart. a street level guy. Yeah. Someone and in so uh, in my chat this says is that they saw someone speculate that the third personality might be an MCU rewrite. Perhaps it's the Bushmaster version of Moon Knight, which would make sense because in the comics, Bushmaster is the fucking menace and he just murders like unrelentlessly. Um, that would explain the three execution style murders of the archaeologist because that also doesn't seem in line with yeah. wh- how Mark Spector would act. Yeah. Right. So that'd be kind of cool. Even though that murder is attributed to him, Mark doesn't answer when he says, you murderer. When Steven asks him that, he doesn't really answer. And now they're kind of implying that um, Layla's father killed the- was killed by him. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder if, like, that's the third personality that lined up the three archaeologists and killed them execution style. I wonder if well, you- one of them was Layla's father and if that was the third personality. But of course, Mark Spector would still take responsibility for that, knowing that like it's his body. Like he probably saw that they were all dead, saw that his hands were covered in blood and was like, oh, shit, because I don't think either of them know that that third one is there. They keep accusing each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, it checks out because if you're Khonshu and you see archaeologists digging up, say, the scarab that leads to Amit, you're going to be like, stop them. And so the psycho version would murder the hell out of them prevent it from ever mm-hmm. happening so like it it checks out there's definitely gonna be a big reveal for sure the third personality killed her her father for sure yeah 100 percent. and that's why he like can't comment on it because he's already like in deep with her with steven and how that relationship's going um but speaking of the part that i that i uh did not like is the let's go visit the guy down the river who like rides horses and spears at me. It seemed like way out of place. They got a Madripoor mention. That was the first MCU tie-in was the Madripoor mention. Yeah. 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 Is it just me? And please let me know if I'm being Hotel Browns. Or was Anton just like the most awkwardly acted character you've ever seen in your life? Was that the rich guy? Yeah. He was my, I thought that there was going to be like, yeah. oh, this is this dude who's like he was another one weird. of those connections that's going to end up in a bunch of different things and like going to be in a bu- like he's going to be this like rich evil dude that we'll see a bunch more. Man and his entire operation ended in five minutes. <laughs> like that was that was so I guess he rode off into the into the the mist. So maybe he's still alive. But his, I mean, like maybe it wasn't even his acting. His writing was just so strange like he, oh well, they, they, Pharaoh they, they, shows up and destroys this priceless artifact and he's like oh you know what oh, i'm like that was the yeah, actor no, he, that he, passed away i didn't know that the guy that we're talking about is the, the actor that passed away 
before uh, the the show started. I forgot about before that. Before the show started. What do you mean? I didn't know before that. The, before the show like started releasing, the actor passed Interesting. away. Interesting. So he's definitely not going to be back. But then, yeah, I guess like. Well, didn't we also I, see I, him get like murdered? Do you think they put that well, in Well, no, but like I said, he rode off like into the mist. Yeah. And so. He was supposed to be I, the Midnight Man, which is a, mm, a, like a foil of, of Moon Knight. So that would explain this character that would explain why it felt so weird because it did the first half had a setup to it like there was mm -hmm. clearly a setup to the first half and mm -hmm. then he vanishes then comes back then vanishes again then has like like there was a lot there that i was like this is just a weird scene yeah totally makes sense now if they had to like edit stuff yeah. to fit like all right no, he's not coming it, back it does it also explains why i felt like he was playing it weird because that means they probably showed other stuff or and then cut around yeah, it there's edit they there's times stuff. where like the, the emotion being exhibited didn't feel didn't match to me like there were like weird mm. escalations and de-escalations like how do you go from like hey what are you doing to like okay i'm gonna straight up murder this person that yeah. like i was gonna yeah. be cool with like that's like a there's like a there has to be some kind of journey there right like to go from oh hey harrow shows up and destroys this thing to like i'm gonna spear you yeah i'm just like i think uh, th there's certain there certainly is like yeah because the beginning there's like oh is there like a layla thing and then it was very quickly like oh there's some tension between the two of them and then it was like mm -hmm. all right we're gonna let you view this and like oh these guys are up to no good and then harrow shows up and then it's like and here's the thing that i think is is weird is the boat like again the scene i very clearly was edited yeah, who was the boat the, that was behind them is that what you're talking the boat about that was following them they were like oh watch out harrow's men are here that was just literally harrow like he like he was on the boat he what was crazy to me is the boat was so close behind them they would have just like pushed they saw them push the bag underneath the dock yeah like yeah they turn around and the boats i was like there's a lot of stuff in this scene that they like are yeah not. they're just like let's move through this one quickly yeah i don't uh, yeah no there so was a lot of it was weird. inconsistencies i also thought that yeah. something that was strange to me is anton's character to me once again i might be just misreading this whole situation i felt like we'll be more inclined to attack moon knight over layla but number one, he doesn't even seem to be surprised or shocked at Moon Knight's transformation, although he's like completely enamored with Harrow's use of magic. And number two, they open the scene kind of like what Jesse was saying, where you see that like a setup and you kind of feel like he's like, oh, my gosh, Layla and your new husband. Hey, to a point where it kind of seems like maybe he has like a thing for her. But then she is who he tries to attack over the villain and that doesn't once again make sense to me i feel like it would be the opposite where he would be like we used to have a thing so i am gonna like it's harder for me to like attack you over moon knight it's there's there's a there's definitely a like i couldn't tell and again there's definitely a lot of editing like it all checks out in my brain now like he when he first meets them he's like super like layla anytime you need my help i'm here for you and then she's like, this is my husband. And rather than do the like, oh, a husband, he like immediately clearly knows that she, this is not, like if she has a husband, it's the dude who's like a world-class uh, like soldier, or this dude is not her husband. But like immediately he's just like, oh, hi. Like dude like knows something's up. And so, yeah, I don't know, man. 
that entire like I I'm super disappointed now because I would love to have that fleshed out more. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there was a lot going on there that I wish we got more of because yeah, that sucks, man. Well, now I know. Yeah, probably how that went. Probably how that went. Uh, anything else from uh from the old Moon Knight episode three? Uh, I I I I will say that uh the big takeaway I had, and I think I've had this the entire time, is that the show, unlike every other Marvel show, especially you know, I, I would say maybe not Loki, but every other one so far, this one feels like it could use two more episodes and is going twice mm-hmm. as fast as every other show. We say that almost like every, every time other... though. Then we're kind of okay with how it wrapped up, right? Mm, I don't. I mean. We got three left. I, right. Sure, 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 sure. And I think if you were to watch these all back to back, it would definitely read better as like a movie. You know what I mean? Like where you can do the world spanning like, and now we're in this place, in this place, because you go in expecting time to just, you know, you only got two hours to kill. But yeah, I don't know. There's it, it, Based off what we saw in WandaVision and what we saw in Falcon and what we saw in uh, Hawkeye, I felt like there were a lot of episodes where, things weren't happening and this it's like going we're going we're going and i i almost like crave a hot minute where everyone stops and like steve and mark have a convo with conchu that's like bro what the shit like i just want a moment and like i don't know yeah no i agree a moment to breathe would be dope it would allow like some of those themes to kind of settle but I think like some of it is like editing and and the more I think about it, the more I'm like, oh, why did they introduce that whole scene? But knowing what we know now that that's like the Midnight Man, a character that's supposed to be introduced, because you know what bothered me is like it, that Harrow shows up just to destroy their evidence to track him down and destroys the entire sarcophagus, except which magically the two yeah. pieces of paper or parchment that needed to survive survived. But we saw that entire thing flood with like purple energy to the point that it cracked the stone. I'm not going to lie. I was like, so not only did he do that and destroy this relic, but then walked away without ma- like it to me. That was just like plot armor, especially because the sarcophagus was open. So I was like, mm. how the fuck did that shit survive? Like, and why the fuck would he not double check or something? Like, I don't know. But now it's like, well, that's because that scene was just there to introduce a new recurring character and right. with that the idea of him moved that scene just doesn't make sense yeah no. yeah the idea of him not being like you blew up my sarcop my one-of-a-kind sarcophagus it now makes more sense if he was going to be a villain who was like oh my god that's power and like i'm this guy who collects like it all checks out except it's going nowhere and yeah damn that sucks well, i mean well I, I, now we know filming it wrapped before he unfortunately passed away so that they still might show up in the next three episodes um i just don't think it's gonna be like there was uh, there was probably some some editing in here in this episode to maybe make it not as prominent um sure but we'll see what happens in the next three episodes so i mean like look other than that moon knight so far has been like i really like him i've been having a blast yeah Yeah, i've been having a great time i thought the action sequence uh in episode three like when he's getting stabbed by those fucking spears that was cool as hell i kept every every time i like watch the show 
I always go back to like, oh yeah, they're supposed to be the darkest MC. They, like they killed a fucking kid in this episode. The kid killed himself. Still, I'm out. It's I'm just out. as dark, himself. maybe even darker. Right? Like they're straight up murdering kids in the show. <laughs> it's well, there's a dark. lot of like, it's it's like to me what makes the show super dark is there are huge cult grooming indoctrination and abuse yeah. themes that they almost tried to touch on some of those in thor but then like swerved away from like what what abuse and trauma is right like that's a lot of people's main complaint with like the way they handled hulk as like a comedic character and because that's somebody who's also not in control of their body if you you know if you stop and think about it there's a lot of yeah. parallels between that character and moon Knight, right because this is someone else that somebody else takes the wheel and you wake up not knowing like not being responsible for what you did but here we see it not played comedically but played like how it could have been played mm -hmm. and i'm not saying oh one is better than the other i'm saying i personally enjoyed this one a little bit more where they talk about like oh well Khonshu takes broken minds and then he he you know does this to them and it's like but harrow does the exact same thing yeah. He's not approaching people that are like healthy and doing well in their lives. He literally approaches broken people who want to atone for their past. And then he grooms them and indoctrinates them into a death cult. And we saw that with that kid. Because who else would be like, I would rather die than betray this. That's like some heavy programming. Yeah. To the point that like he's going after like children, young people, people that are easily impressionable people that are dealing with like PTSD and are former have former military backgrounds and like are clearly processing some stuff. And then he himself says that too, right? He's like, Oh yeah. Like I, I felt, you know, I, I enjoyed murdering people when I was your avatar and you know, my success is because of you, because I came out of it. And instead of going to therapy, I decided to start a cult and murder everyone. <laughs> like it's, it's almost like he didn't rid himself. I think my, my prior uh, prediction might end up being a little bit more true based off that end dialogue where I said, I don't think he rid himself of Conchu. I think Conchu went and found somebody else and he's pissed off about it. And he gave those vibes at the end because he doesn't like if he was enjoying murdering under Conchu's reign, that is in like complete opposition to what he told them. Like, well, this is what Conchu does. Conchu takes advantage of people. And it's like, well, then why do you like sound like you miss him and you sound like you missed like dispensing pain as his fist? It doesn't sound like someone I, that would quit that job. Yeah. Originally, when he was putting glass in his feet, the, like the very first scene is the glass. That has to mean something. I keep thinking back to that. And originally I was like, oh, it's a penance, perhaps for the things he did as Conchu's avatar or he is inflicting pain upon himself to show devotion to Amit. I was like, I can't figure out. But, like, part of me now is thinking about the fact that, like, when you... Because one of the big things about Moon Knight is we never are really sure whether Mark, Steven, whoever, was crazy before he met Khonshu. And uh, I'm very curious about, like, the whole idea of uh, lunacy and lunatic and all the things related to the moon right and how mm. perhaps the effect of dealing with Khonshu is it like really messes with your psyche and with your mind and maybe, maybe. the glass is how Arthur like keeps himself grounded because the pain he inflicts on himself prevents him from like 
becoming a different person. I have no, like, I literally have no clue, but I, there's gotta be some thing with you that know, glass that makes sense by the end. I hope. You know, yeah. I recently rewatched that glass scene because I, it stuck in my mind and you know what I caught, which was so obvious, but I missed it in the first one. On his forearm, he has a tattoo of scales, like scales of Anubis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, that's what he's, he's had the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, and I never, like, really caught it until I went back and rewatched that scene. And then I saw, like, sure, clear as day. I don't know how I missed it. Maybe we talked about it in the first episode and I didn't catch it. But, like, he has the, like, the scale right there on his forearm. And we were talking about, like, um, how he could potentially be Anubis. And I saw, I noticed that, like, Anubis was missing from that pantheon. Sure. But then I don't know how it, it would also explain why they allow him back in, like back into the temple, like if he is an avatar of Anubis. But I don't know that that keeps like kind of weighing in my mind, because like if he was an avatar of Amit, they would know one would fucking assume they would know they would be like, yeah, yeah. And that's what he's claiming to be. But what if he's like an avatar of Anubis and that's why he summons hounds and shit and he's trying to get. Yeah, I mean, that the thing is, is like every time that people bring up, oh, well, it's Anubis, I'm like, well, yeah, but enough, Amit isn't Anubis. Like I, but it could be one of those things where his power is, uh, like, because Amit, at least from what I know of Egyptian mythology, doesn't judge. Amit has no judgment powers. No, she just eats Amit them. straight, it just eats the heart, and that's it. Mm -hmm. And so... This it is full on like Anubis powers, like the judgment, the whole Anubis thing, the scales is what Anubis does. He's like, come on, let's weigh this shit. So like, it does check out for Anubis, but yeah, Amit is like Anubis' stooge. So maybe, and this could very well be the interesting thing here, is if like Haro is working with Anubis or is Anubis, and Anubis is like, I can't properly like do my job. If I can't sentence people to a void of oblivion, like I'm over here, totally useless. That'd be interesting if, yeah. if Anubis was the secret villain. Frozen Ego in my chat says maybe crocodiles are just a shitty summon, though. <laughs> maybe that's why we're getting to see the the jackals maybe. instead of a crocodile. Could be right. But the, but I think it would be you know based on the crocodiles that we've seen. You know what? Actually, never mind. I know why. It's because the idea of like a skeletal Anubis dog is like synonymous with Egypt. It's just an easy thing to sell to a wide audience. It's like everyone kind of knows the symbol of Anubis, even if you aren't big on Egyptian mythology. You know what that is. Sure. More than Horus true. or Isis or anything like that. It's pretty universal. So, yeah. Yeah. You know. Could be. Um, the other big thing that's going around now is that there is this Kang Easter egg in this episode. Did you guys see this? What, you, what are you talking about? Show me this. I demand to see it. There's a Kang Easter egg on the kid who throws himself off the cliff. His jacket. No, boy. Here we go. What is this thing going to be? Is the symbol of uh, Kang's... Uh, is, was it? It, is it Rama, <laughs> is Rama it? Tut? What, what was his thing? Yeah, they, they straight up, this uh, this group, New Rockstars, is who found this. Um, we confirmed it. They confirmed it. Okay. 
Yeah. So, is this going to be one of those things where we discover that this stretches all the way back to like, oh, it isn't just Amit. It's Kang, bro. Could be. Well, no, because that I saw that as well. I saw that comment, like, could Amit be Kang? But apparently, uh, Amit has already been cast. Like, there's an actress that's been confirmed to have played Amit. Um, so. Right, no, but I mean, like, Amit is, this whole thing is a plan of uh, Kang, right? I mean, maybe, but I don't know, like, what it would, what would it be? Like how would why would Kang care at Ahmed about all? Well, because because in the lore, all this could stem from like maybe the discovery of Ahmed being prison imprisoned and all this different stuff has to do with the fact that um, what is that dude's name? Richards, whatever Richards? future Richard. No, not Reed. His oh, his oh, great oh. great 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 whatever Richards, whatever Richards that is. Yeah, future boy Richards, the the one that is. Kang, yeah. um, his great 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 grandson. Yeah, I forgot um, about that. When he travels back in time, um, when he goes back in time, he becomes the like he gets stuck and becomes this uh this dude, right? And and whatever his name is, Tut. Yeah, he becomes that pharaoh, and so he reigns in ancient Egypt as like the guy. Um, and, and I, I don't remember why he goes back. It very well could be just because like the dude was bored with peace and tut, uh, peace and tut. Oof. With, uh, but like he, uh, I think the plot is that, that the future is perfect. He like, at least the way they're trying to do it in the Marvel movies is that he establishes peace with all the multiverse. And then he like goes back in time and becomes the biggest, most powerful pharaoh in ancient Egypt. Right. And uh, that probably relates a lot to, to to this stuff, right? It would have to. It, it You know, you would set up ancient Egypt and Egyptian gods if you were going to have a guy who was Rama Tut. Right. I don't know. Uh, it, it might just be one of those, like, small Easter eggs that maybe comes back in, in future movies or it just might be, like, super small and it's never mentioned again. Right, like the the prop guys might just be having fun. Um Yo, 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 this is what the God, I love the internet. Oh, JP, here we go. You ready for this? Okay. Um all right. Using an army of robots and weapons from his time ship, Nathaniel Richards, that's who it is, easily took over the kingdom of Egypt, renaming himself Rama Tut. Learning of a radioactive herb, Rama used it to restore his lost vision. Don't know what that's about. Uh, Rama had the people of Egypt come to worship him and build massive statues in his honor and reject the old gods. Unknown to Rama, Tut of the time, this angered the Egyptian vengeance god, Khonshu. There you go. There's our connector. There's yeah. our connector straight from the comics. Could be it. But how like well, how do how do we get there? How do we get to that point in three episodes? I don't, I don't know. know that I, I don't know that we get there in three episodes, but I feel like there is, you know, the back of this guy's shirt, things like that. If we got to a point where we learned that the Amit stuff, like it's all the people that were helping Haro 
aren't like totally convinced cultists. A lot of them are placed there to help him achieve this minor goal. And we discovered that a bunch of the cultists actually like maybe even the two cops, right? The two cops who were like, yeah, we're goons. Like what if the two cops are actually just like they, you see them at another meeting and there's, you know, a bunch of the, the dudes there and there's a statue and it's Rama Tut, but it's also just our dude Kang and it's his face. And that's like it. And that's like a post credit scene in the end. Like it could be as simple as that. I don't know. I guess you do have to start tying together all the Kang stuff with the Loki stuff. Like, I guess they have to start establishing that like, oh, the multiverse has changed because this happened and that would involve having to see Kang in multiple places. Yeah, I mean, mean, maybe, but like, I'm trying to think like timeline wise in terms of not the Marvel timeline, but just like the sequence of time movies coming out in the future, like, how far off we are from the next big bad Avengers get together film. We have to be like four or five years away from that, right? Kang is the end of phase four. Yeah. We're they they mm-hmm. have the go look at the list. Do you have the list? Like there's a ton of movies between now and then that yeah. we're gonna have to like set up for Kang. And I guess. the last one is supposedly Fantastic Four, and that's one hundred percent versus Kang. It's Reed Richards versus his like distant, you know, relation. You know, since we're talking about the glass scene, I actually have to burst everyone's bubble. I think it might be a lot more mundane than we thought because I found an article from Screen Rant. I found, I know you got bronze, Jesse. That always happens to me where I have big brain theories and it's a lot more simple. There's an article from Screen Rant with a interview directly with Ethan Hawke where he says, direct quote, That scene really sprang out of my imagination and our conversations. When you read a comic book, some of the pages have eight drawings. Some of them have 16. Some have four. And then every now and then, they'll give the villain one full-page drawing. I kept asking the writers and directors if it was a comic book, what would his full-page drawing be? And they're like, what do you think it was? I started really meditating on that. And I started thinking about spiritual people who go crazy get mad on their own spiritual pride and how often that turns inwards and you see that they're secretly Mm -hmm. self-lacerating in some way and hating themselves because we all have sin. And the idea that somebody is free of sin is not really possible if you're human. And so with the self-hatred and the turning inward, I had this image of him listening to a hymn while he put broken glass in his shoes that he hid from other people. I knew he had a cane and I kept saying, wait, I have a cane. Do I have a limp? And they're like, no, you don't have a limp. And I thought, ah, I know why he has a cane. So I told them this idea, and that is what I mean about what was so surprising about Marvel. They're like, yeah, let's shoot that. That's a great idea. Let's open the show with that. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess these guys do want to play. So it literally came from him having a cane and subconsciously limping. Yeah, that's smart. And them being like, no, and him saying, well, maybe he's punishing himself with glass issues. Man, I hope Ethan doesn't die at the end of this. (laughs) I really like him as an actor. He's so good. Yeah. Well, he's clearly thought about this because I think a lot of people, when they do a a Marvel movie or an MCU movie, they almost write it off. Like I've seen actors that in other stuff are great that they clearly just don't take it seriously because these you have so many directors like Scorsese that just dunk on these films, shit on these films and talk about how they're, you know, for the lowest common denominator because they're big art house guys or whatever. Yeah. Um. And with Ethan Hawke, based off of that interview and based off his performance, it's clear that he's taken the time to think about, well, what makes 
comic book villains compelling or interesting and how do I bring that into this role so I mean as much as it might that doesn't mean it debunks your theory Jesse that he does it so that he can maintain control of a consciousness that doesn't necessarily debunk that um sure although it kind of seems like it might but it is cool that he's like well why the hell would he walk with a cane it's like, yeah. oh it's a relic mm-hmm. yeah but like why a cane i like that i think <laughs> like, that's great yeah no it's a really cool touch i'm happy i read it because i'm like oh but i do think we might be overanalyzing that part of it i don't think we're overanalyzing the anubis thing there's something going I don't on think with we're him, yeah. someone in and chat- people are like oh well the scales are the entire image of the cult but like that's an anubis thing Someone in he chat yeah. did say that there was a Anubis like stone figure in the like little hall of the gods um, that they saw when they were doing like the panning really? shots of him walking in there. So Anubis might be like stuck in stone as well already. Uh, but I, okay, I did not see an image of it, so I don't know has if it was been, confirmed. The part that's been bothering me forever that I still haven't gone back and done is there's a scene where Stephen Grant literally says like, oh but you're missing two and it's like oh is that just him being nerdy what if two of them are in prison what if Amit and anubis i need to go back and check if chat if you know he literally says he says oh but you're missing two of them and i in his cute little stephen grant voice and i was like okay immediately i clued in on that i'm like which two are missing like i I didn't have a chance conscience wouldn't be a part of the part of the nine uh like in that no in that like Stephen wouldn't know about contra at that point in that in that scene when he goes sure into he the chamber did. and has all the gods and their like avatars that would be there contra wouldn't be contra isn't a main nine he's not part of the crew uh, i know that yeah. those those are like the big ones. So, so Contra would report there, but he wouldn't have a spot at like one of the altars. The thing that's interesting is that a lot of them were not there. There were only four, five, maybe total that showed up. So like, where are the others? And I think that's an interesting little tidbit of information that we don't know if they were like, are they busy? What were they doing? Are they stone? Why are they stone? I think that's like some deep lore that I would love to know about that. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like there was like, I'm gonna go back and there, watch and take a screenshot and like yeah. have half a mind to do it now. Cause like, that because if the, Anubis is in stone, that kind of that is interesting, right? Yeah. Well, I mean something's happening. That would mean that that would mean that those are the two that are missing from the the picture. Yeah, could be. I'm in Pepe Sylvia mode. Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> Jesse, are you know, looking at something? Yeah, I, I guess I'm trying to figure out what gods were present at the time. But uh, a lot of it is just like, you know, clickbaity stuff that's like, Marvel already teased how powerful Moon Knight's replacement will be. Like, what? That's not even what I typed in. What the fuck? Okay, I have the frame. It says, oh gosh, if I pause it, it puts the thing up. It says Horus, Osiris. God damn it. It's like a really short scene. Horus, Osiris. I can't read it. 
pet nut. <laughs> Help me out, Jesse. You know more about this than I do. <laughs> um, I mean, do you have the list? Of, do you have who's in the scene? Uh, no, because they barely show it. It's seven fourteen in episode one. If you, I don't know if that can help. Oh, damn. Uh, it, it, yeah, it would be um, the 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 main the main ones are Atum and Shu and Tef Newt and uh, Geb and Newt and Osiris and Isis and Set and Sephiti, something like that. Okay, they've got Tef Newt, they've got Horus, they've got Osiris, and then he doesn't hold up the rest of the picture because she tells him he's an idiot. But the I'm curious on. Yeah, the people that show up at the meeting, I think, were Osiris and Hathor Isis. Hathor is on there. Yeah, but Hathor isn't listed as part of the nine. She's on, she is on this poster. Interesting. So that's changed lore. Yeah, there's yeah. I mean, there's probably some changed lore. This is the and, shot at yeah. the end. And um, let me see specifically. This is what's shown in the end credits uh stone wise yeah 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 look at that yep anubis straight up just stone but i don't know if there's our boy keck i don't know if these are like gods that are imprisoned in stone or if this is just some cool imagery right like i don't know what this actually means because this is end credit stuff but it could be it could be different gods that are imprisoned sekmet is there with the big yeah yeah. That's interesting because that. in Marvel lore, isn't Sekhmet like an offshoot of Hathor when Hathor comes down and is supposed to dispense justice and then like gets crazy with bloodlust and turns into Sekhmet and becomes like one of the gods of Wakanda? Isn't she like Bast's little sister? Maybe. I might be mixing the dreaming lore because all of these gods also appear in Neil Gaiman's <laughs> Sandman. In the comics? No, I mean, uh... like. In, in... Yeah, and Sekhmet is Isn't is Sekhmet like Vast not a friendly god, but no, I don't know she's in like Marvel a god, a god of war. But isn't it like mm -hmm. an offshoot of Hathor? It says in the comic, Sekhmet was also referred to Hathor Sekhmet or the Lion God. She was the protector of the Lion Clan, a rival faction of her sister's Bast Panther Clan, and is an enemy of the Avengers. Also in the comics, Sekhmet is related to Khonshu. Gotcha. Also, if you look up Sekhmet. A lot of the art is like of a sexy cat lady, and I was it was unexpected. That's all I'm saying. Unexpected. Oh yeah, no, Furries. yeah. She's literally like Vast's little sister. Like Wild. And like I I know that she like appears in some stuff in Wakanda, but she's like not a good guy. Um and it's like a, a creature driven like it's like bloodlust and sex basically is like her deal versus like Hawthor that's like love and fertility, whatever she was talking about. Yeah. Like a twisted version of her. So, uh, yeah, no, that's interesting then. We'll see. I don't know if any of this is going to get answered in the next three episodes, but uh, <laughs> I really want to know what happens now that, uh, that Con like, he's lost the Moon Knight powers, right? Like, Conchu's gone. He can no longer summon the suit. I think that was implied at the end of that. Uh, so we'll see where the, the next episode goes. So, so the ones in the ones that are still around in that scene that we saw are Horus, Isis, Tefnut, Osiris, and Hathor. So, those are the only ones that we have at the moment that are like 
existing that aren't stone that yeah. show up at the meeting that we can verify. Who was the guy, the like businessman who was, I think, bald that like made him uh, like put handcuffs on him or whatever with his f- fucking fingers? You know what? Was it, what God was that? I don't know. I would imagine it was either Isis or Osiris. I would imagine. Okay. Well, we've um, got three different answers in I, chat, so they're not useful here. <laughs> was, okay, uh, no, they're, it, it, they're all saying Osiris now. Okay. Yeah. I imagine it would be, because Osiris is kind of like, just like the, gen, like the general afterlife guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, he's like, resurrection, yeah, that's me. I do that. I thought, like, yeah. so He was cool. I also thought the Irish avatar was a little bit weird. <laughs> like... Who who was that? Who? I don't know. He was he was to the left of whoever Osiris was. Uh, he spoke like two or three times, uh, but he was he was definitely Irish, uh, and that was really crazy to see. That was Horus. Okay, yeah, that was wild. So we'll see. I I I thought I was fascinated by just the lore dump of like how all that stuff works. That all these people have avatars that they keep it hidden away from the rest of humanity and like that's why the gods were pissed at Conchu is because he revealed that someone's doing something and they don't want to be like a thing they don't want to be known they're they were they're not going to interfere in any of this which is kind of a callback to like the eternals uh not wanting to interfere as well um with with the rest of humankind so wondering if we get any more lore on any of that in the next three episodes or if it's just going to focus primarily on what, Moon were, the, what were the gods that show up in the final scene jesse um they are horus isis so so just off the gate horus isis osiris they're all related Mm -hmm. uh okay i believe isis and osiris is it isis and osiris i think isis and osiris uh have a kid who is horus right because set kills uh osiris and then isis brings him back to life and then mm-hmm. they have a kid, Horus. So those are the those are the 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 three there. And then Hathor and okay. uh, Tefnut is the is the other one. Okay. And and so, uh, I mean, so that's five, yeah, and I, that actually lines up with when they cast the spell. It's like a pentagon, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. But he says by the breaking of the Ennead or whatever and that implies nine because that word isn't just for a specific pantheon i think that's like any group of nine gods isn't it i don't know i don't know maybe it it it, it's a great question i don't know i'm gonna look this up because like yeah yeah it, it implies nine and that extends beyond marvel lore like it always implies nine it's a group of nine According to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, Ennead is a group of nine. So that's five. Right? Then you have Khonshu. Then you have Amit, who's supposedly jailed. That still leaves two spots open. Who didn't show up to the council? That's what I'm saying. And and there's the image that is in that scene. And then he said in the beginning, two are missing from the poster. So one, like, that's... I don't know, y'all. That this is a bit strange. Well, it, uh, Bronze, if you look at the um, the image itself, uh, the, the the shot of like when they walk into the chamber, it shows all the gods. There are uh, three 
chairs and then another three mm-hmm. chairs on the side. And mm-hmm. the three chairs in the middle, all three show up. And behind them, I'm looking at this image right now, behind them, it, it has the, the images of their gods. Osiris, Horus, and Isis are behind them, right? Mm-hmm. And then on the sides are three chairs, and behind them are giant figures of those deities as well. One mm-hmm. is clearly a crane, um, and then one looks like a uh, like a panther. So maybe that's Bast? Question mark. And then, or, like, or like I'm looking at them. What now? Or well, segment. I mean, that's very true. Um, there's, I mean, here's the thing. Like, even Tefnut is like a tigery thing. Like, a yeah, lot it's of hard to cats. tell them apart. Yeah, it could go yeah. either way. Yeah, the so, crane is is top for sure. So that's, I mean, like that makes sense. It, what was that image, JP, that you had that had all of the ones that were gone? This. Yeah. Well, this is just the name that's credit. Not, we that's not there. We don't know if it means anything. But like, even looking at it, you don't talk? see any like you don't see like yeah you don't see that big ass like crane nose that interesting so yeah i don't know what could that mean? i think that has I, I i don't think they would say it in the first episode if it didn't mean something you know what i mean because it's otherwise such a throwaway line where he says oh but two are missing here and then we go to the to the actual like pyramid and two are missing there like Stephen Grant is shockingly like more aware or has his uses equal to Mark Spector. I almost wish Stephen Grant was in that room because he probably would have been able to clock who the two missing were. Like it's it's just I don't know. That's really interesting to me. That that parallel I feel like is going to be important at some point. Yeah, interesting. And then Conchu saying like, "Well, he's a disgraced god who's being punished. Like, what is the nature of his punishment?" He hasn't been enstoned in the stone yet. I'm curious. He talks about being punished. Like what well, did I banished. miss? His, his punishment was that he was banished. Banished from the giant floating sky pyramid, space pyramid. Yeah. Ban- well, banished from going in there. That, that's what he says. Like the last time I was there was when I was banished. Mm, gotcha. <clears throat> but we, we don't know why. I don't think. Because he wanted to interfere, interfere with humans and they didn't like it. Oh, well, it was it was probably that he had his avatar, the former Moon Knight, straight up just murdering people. That's probably what it was. <laughs> well, it seems like they don't care about murder so much as they care about not alerting humans to their presence. And he's got a dude that's out here. You in don't a think murdering people and... alerts people to their presence? <laughs> I think doing it a costume does. People murder <laughs> yeah. all the time. But I think doing it in a costume as yeah. a superhero is a lot more flashy. I'm actually shocked that he's been operating for this long and none of the other superheroes in the MCU have said anything because he's yeah. got super villain vibes almost, you he know, does. running around with these crescent. Granted, that's like my favorite part of the show is every fight scene. Oh, yes. Yeah, and every very, time he like good. flies in the suit, the cape turns into like a moon. I'm like, that's the shit I die for. I'm like, yes. Like all of his fight scenes as Moon Knight are crazy. Best part of the show. But They're very good. Also, just Oscar Isaac being Oscar Isaac. Sorry. I'm a fan. I love him. Even when he's like derpy, he's like, oh, no. And then he goes back to like, I'm cool and suave and I have a hot wife. Like, I love both versions of him. Mark. Don't do it. Don't, don't do it. I'm like, do it. Both versions are Man, good. I'm trying but to like get other angles. Sorry, I probably sound like I'm obsessing over this point, but like, that was only five and he specifies he says something like, by the breaking of the Ennead. He drops it as like a, 
as a small word. And I'm like, but, and I, I had a hunch and I looked it up. That always means group of nine. I don't think Marvel would name their pantheon group of nine and have it be five. Like that just doesn't make any sense. That means not one, not two, four are missing. Two we know of. Khonshu is one. Amit's imprisoned. They're gone. Who are the other two? And where are they? Yeah. And so, why did no one mention their absence? You would think somebody would say, oh, so-and-so and so-and-so didn't show up. But they almost, It's almost like they're like, not talking about it. Is one Anubis? I don't know. Anubis doesn't have a crane mouth. I don't know. At this point, I'm grasping at straws, chat. It's just, I, I'm sus, as the kids would say. Something is fishy in the state of Denmark, and it's why are there only seven gods accounted for out of nine? Any, it means nine. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out, the, so in the scene, next to Tefnut, uh, which is sort of that cat with the little sun above the head, um, there is just a dude who looks like an old school pharaoh. But I can't tell if there's ram horns or not. I don't know if it's supposed to be Shu, which is sort of like the god of air. But that person's not there. Um, and then there is, like, thank God they do different shots of this scene where you can see, like, him checking out the different gods and looking over. Like, there's one that is um, horns. And I, I, I don't know if that's, like... I don't know who the horn one is. There's someone with horns. And I have no clue who that is. But there's like a, there's, there's Ta, maybe, maybe, but, um, too many yeah, Egyptian it's, it's, gods. What the hell? There's naming things. I don't, you could be trolling me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, there's just to, just to put a fine point on how confusing Egyptian mythology is like, um, one of the gods that shows up at this meeting is technically the goddess of the moon, talking to Khonshu, who is the moon god. Just like throwing that out there. If you're like, there's like eight cat gods. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Amit has a is basically a gator, but at the same time, so is I think it's um, Renekton, right? That's what we're talking about. Renekton? Only like five people are going to get that. Talking about okay. a League of Legends champion. <laughs> Sobek. Sobek is the yeah. name of the of the oh, uh, yeah, of the yeah. other. Just I have a, a crocodile head. Like yeah, it's yeah. uh, you know. And I think like there's also people that keep conflating this pantheon with like or this mythology in this in this in the comics and in the MCU to like real mythology and it's not the same. Like they've taken yeah, they're, a they're lot of a liberties with loose. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, it's legitimately not the same because like they even meant kind of mention like they're in a floating galactic spaceship y'all. Like that is not yeah. Egyptian mythology whatsoever. So like you can't sit here. You can obviously draw some inferences. Like, like we said, like we're talking about a lot of Anubis lore. So before someone says we're hypocrites, but like it's not going to be a one-to-one -one match. So it's like, well, in the in the actual pantheon, it's these nine that are the main ones. I don't think that's going to apply here necessarily because in this, it's kind of whatever they want. They can kind of pick and choose what they want to keep, what they want to change. Yeah. 
so they we could be wrong about the Anubis thing. What really threw me off about the Anubis thing wasn't the technicality that he always holds the scales, it was him summoning a jackal. And it could, it could and and here's the thing. I thought it was a weird demon dog. Well, it- she like he specifies it's a jackal. He calls it out as a jackal, and that's it, where I was like, "It might just be a." Um, does, does he ever say who the cane is from or uh, refers to? Because it might just be a cane of Anubis that he's using to summon. Yeah, that I shit. mean, it was a gift. It was a gift yeah. from Amit. He says, the, the, "So it might uh, be just I, like Anubis's cane." So the horned god is 100% Hathor. Uh, she walks over to it. The, the actress walks over and stands behind it. So that's who that is. Uh, that checks out. Um, yeah, and then the Toth, or Thoth guy uh, isn't, he doesn't have a face. His symbol is literally just a pharaoh with like a crane for a hat. So I guess that's who that's supposed to be. And then there's like one other dude who looks like a chess piece and I can't figure out who the hell that's supposed to be. And it's freaking me out. But yeah, we're, I mean... There's clearly several people missing, and the scene doesn't, like, tell us why they're not present. Well, we're going back there eventually, and I'm sure we're going to see something else with the gods because he's got to go back and get Conchu at some point, right? Like he said, tell Mark. Yeah, he said, tell him to get me back. To get me back, so he knows some aspect of how to get there, whether it's a random portal's going to open up because he was a prior avatar or I don't know. Uh, he's going to have some bargaining chip with the gods. So we'll see that in the future episodes, whatever that is. Well, there is the version of Mark Spector that gets lost in the desert. That's a mercenary that is saved by Khonshu, right? So maybe that's the temple where he was. I don't know. Maybe I'm like thinking too deep into it, but maybe that's why he knows a way in is because that's where he was saved by Khonshu. Could sure. be. I mean, we still have an entire scene in a mental ward. Yep. We still have a scene where I, we see mark like getting shot falling backwards i think the mental, like, ward, is the mental ward is the end no the i think that's episode five that would be that would be ballsy as hell though the, the end, end of john. the show Imagine, is like, like, how... no the end is john snow or blade it has to be but but what like, if they, what went if they that had far? balls no JP. what if they're like yeah what if they're like they leave you like <clears> this thing where like the reason he's not active in any of the mcu movies is because they think he's crazy and he's in a mental ward they've done that like that could be a thing where maybe. it's like, oh, he's locked up, and then I, maybe one of the superheroes, when it's time for him to join, you know, the 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 team with Blade and stuff, are like, I know someone who can help us, and they go to the mental ward and break him out. Like, we believe you. Maybe we'll see. I don't well, maybe know. they show him at the end of the mental ward where he's like, get me out of here, and then maybe it ends with Blade being like, I believe you, <laughs> and then they cut. <laughs> I think I don't like five I don't is like moon, or is is the mental ward. I think I don't the end think episode he's four end is end up in jail and break out and like I think next episode up. we're gonna learn about Jake. I think the end of the episode he either admits himself into a mental institution because that idea that he got called uh, out for being like unwell multiple times probably fucks with them. And then episode that five makes me so sad, by the way. Like even when uh Harrow says like you're broken, I'm like, y'all are being so cruel. Well, that's, a point. that's a point yeah. like it's but it's a lot it's like everybody at this point and i'm like man i hope he murders all these people <laughs> for, I, for I, bully. I, no bully no bully maybe not you're so rude like you're broken you're unwell your brain is damaged like hey y'all I believe you i i 
Like, I now need that moment of just like. The Ali is going to happen. You'll be like, I believe. My Herschelah's not going to. Like, do you want to stay here? Do you want to come? That's not going to stay. Watch. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Murder some gods with me. Come on, Let's do some shots. Get out of here. We're going to go to space and save this man's girlfriend. He's like, oh, hello. I would like to go save my girlfriend now. I, I I just want Steven to interact with the Avengers. I don't want Mark to interact with the Avengers. I want Steven to interact with everyone else. That'd be great. That'd be great. Let's do some shout outs. Imagine him talking right. to Doctor Strange. I bet you they would have that nerd out moment that probably um, Iron Man and the Hulk had. I bet he'd have like, oh my god, isn't this this relic? Oh, I've heard about this, and like I've imagine him in the. In the you well, know in, in the comics, uh Steven's uh the the e- or alter ego of, of Moon Knight Steven is the wealthy one. He's like supremely wealthy. So maybe oh, yeah, at the yeah, end yeah. of this, he maybe he the funds end of this, all their crazy adventures. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he somehow gets all the money. I don't know. We'll see. Just so Let's go to space and save this man's oh, girlfriend. <laughs> I see this cloak you have. This is quite rare, you know. That's French. Don't do that. Oh. Bronze, is that your, is that your <laughs> image right now? Hi, hello, that... I'm that bronze girl. Um, sorry, sometimes I just be saying shit. You can follow me on Twitter and Twitch, um, where I, I stream like five or six days a week. That's it. That's me. Awesome, Jesse. Some shoutouts. All I want now is that man to be like, "Oh, am I crazy? I don't know." He's like, "You're not crazy." I believe you. And then the guy's like, you've got to save my girlfriend. She's in space. I don't know why he sounds like a beetle. He's like, we've got yeah, to go fuck? to space. And he's like, pulls Lennon? out a sword. And he's like, oh, I know that sword. It's my favorite. And then they're like, these accents are terrible. And then they go beat back at together. <laughs> these like, accents are terrible? <laughs> yeah, that's, you, what, that's, what, that's what he would say. He's like, you guys have terrible accents. Here's the question to end the show. Who plays Dracula in the MCU? Who plays Dracula? Nicholas fucking Cage. <laughs> by the way, you're welcome. My, my compressor you're welcome, stopped MCU. any sense of volume increase there by taking your, your bill off. So that was just <laughs> you're welcome, dramatic. MCU. Can I talk about, about who I want be. to play I Dracula? I want a man by the name of Jared Leto to play dracula <laughs> Get the fuck out for of the biggest goof factor oh or as uh el zilcho has a great idea christopher walken that'd be pretty good be pretty my good. ideal casting this. for dracula goes back to an old cult classic film that i only discovered in my adulthood by one uh coppola uh, and that is Gary Oldman as Dracula. That's all I'm going to say. It's not bad. It's not bad. He would be, he would kill it. He's done it before. It would be a callback to an old, amazing movie yeah. with uh, Keanu Reeves. I just I... feel that that would be a fun person to play that role, <laughs> especially because he's so the blood of Dracula, of course. It's like he would be doing all that craziness. I, I would be like, yes, sir. I would like yes. I would like Gary Oldman in the MCU. Yeah. But I'd like yes. him in a role that doesn't Recurring. have him like be murdered immediately. Yeah. Like, I want yes. I want him 
Yeah, if anyone deserves an MCU role, it is 100% Oldman. That man He's is... earned it. That yes. man eats up every role he gets, whether it's from yes. the fifth element to Batman. That man... He should just should be, be a watcher, here. though. You know? He should be something. He's old, though. So you know, is you know Dracula. Even... So is Dra- Dracula is not young. Also, Gary Oldman can play any age. That man was playing old people when he was young. He was playing yeah. young people when he's old. That man is an actor. He's a chameleon. I love him. Love him. I'm also going to steal you on this. Danny DeVito as Dracula. Do you just walk around and say, so I started sucking? That'd be pretty funny. Be <laughs> so then I started that. sucking. Yeah. Like, D- Dracula, how did you come to be? So <laughs> I started sucking. <laughs> Uh, they goat. call me the throat master the throat master throat goat bringing it back in around two no, hours in that's the show. show we're done we're done i gotta go get some more tea for my throat that's the throat goat yeah. activity right there Everyone knows master. That. yeah yeah we'll see you guys next week uh what is next week yeah i'm still here i'm we've talked about this before Am I gone the... You are gone the I'm Monday gone the after... Yeah, you're gone so the Monday miss... after the... I'm going to miss Doctor Strange and Episode 6. We got to do a show on that Sunday. I'm gonna we got to do a it. show on that Sunday. It's yeah, going to have to be a, a Sunday expect, uh, spectacular yeah. show. All right, we're out of here. Thank you guys for watching. We'll let you know what we're doing on uh, May the 8th, May the 9th, whatever. For now, though, we're out. Thanks for watching the MCU crew. We're out of here. Bye-bye-bye.